Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. So, on this podcast, we are going to talk about the most essential tool to become better at songwriting. And honestly, this is the most essential tool to become better at anything, really. But obviously, this is the Songwriter Theory Podcast, so I'm going to um, talk today from a perspective of you know, getting better at songwriting and then also getting better at your instruments and other things music-related. But even if you're not a songwriter, uh, this will be applicable to you because... This is honestly, in my opinion, the most essential tool to become better at anything. And I figure this week sort of uh, reaffirmed some of the the lessons within this. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So the last couple months, uh, my wife and I have been doing Insanity Max 30 together, which is brutal. Um, it is 30 minutes of just death upon your body. Uh, some of them are worse than others for sure. Um, you know, some of them I've gotten decent at. I actually, the other day, I think I maxed out at like 22 minutes with one of them, which is, uh, yeah, it was rough. But anyway, but this week we were really busy because we had VBS, uh, vacation Bible school. If you don't know that is after, after work. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And when I'm recording this, it's Thursday. By the time you hear this, it will be the next Monday, but right now it's Thursday. Um, so, but, but because we got home at like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and for me, I, I hadn't been home yet that day. For each of those days, we were just exhausted. And for me, um, well, for my wife, uh, she works, she's a teacher at daycare. So she's, you know, running around working with kids all day. Uh, I don't know how she does it, but, um, and then for me, I was in charge of games at VBS. So, you know, one day I was running around playing soccer with the kids, uh, because obviously I'm not going to just watch that, that, you know, I signed up for ga- to, for games so I can play too, obviously. Um, so, <laughs> so slightly joking, but not really at the same time. It was, uh. Yeah, soccer was fun. I forgot how much I, I I really loved soccer. I used to love soccer, and then a terrible coach ruined it for me. But anyway, um, so the thing is, because we were so tired when we came home, I think Monday we did do our insanity workout, but Tuesday and Wednesday, I just was just too dead tired and, and just felt like, oh, it's 9 o'clock and I haven't gotten anything done. Um, and when I say anything done, you know, obviously I got stuff done at work, but you know, I do this podcast, right. And it has a blog with it and this isn't the only thing I, I do, right? Like right now I'm working on my EP, which I know I've mentioned before. So there's lots of different projects I'm working on. I'm working on a web app on my own. Uh, well not on my own with a friend, but, um, outside of work, I should say. So th- there's so many things that, I'm I'm trying to do. And when you get home at nine and you think, oh, if I do insanity now and my body's already dying 
and my my back hurts and I'm only 26 years old. I feel like my back shouldn't hurt. Something's <laughs> weird with that. And we just so so we didn't do it. But because we formed the habit of doing insanity the last couple months by, you know, we've missed a day here or there, but for the most part we've done cuz it runs Monday through Friday and then there's an optional Saturday like recovery workout that's only 20 minutes and um we've missed you know only a couple days here and there except when we went on vacation we missed a few more days there but for the most part if we were home for the last two and a half months or so uh if it was monday through friday religiously we we pretty much have 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 done our workout so even though i was dead tired it felt empty and wrong to come home and not do it to the point that tonight, um, and it's 11.18 as I'm recording this right now at night, and we did the workout just, um, you know, half hour ago, really. Um, well, we finished it probably about a half an hour ago. Uh, we started at like 10, 10, 10. And it was brutal. And I could feel that I had taken a couple days off. And it was the worst I had done since like the first week we did it because I'm still just exhausted. But I did it and I, and it feels like, okay, we're back to what we should be doing. And even though I really didn't want to do it, there was like this pull, this pull of like, oh, but, but, I, but I have to do it. And the reason that there was that pull that made me do it, even though I really didn't want to do it, is the habit. We formed a habit. We formed a habit that this is the thing we do. We're going to work out together doing Insanity Max 30. And that makes it so that even on the days that I don't really want to, we do it. It makes it so that the default is to do it. You know, sometimes we don't even really have to think about it. It's just accepted that it's something we're going to do. And habits are really the foundation of being great at anything. Right? Because if you don't have the habit to do something, you're not going to get better. If you don't have the habit to practice guitar every day, to do your scales, to practice whatever part of the song you're currently learning or writing until you get a little bit better at it, that's the foundation of being great at, at anything. Right? You don't just become great because you had this innate talent and then you do nothing with it and you're just magically the best. Right? I had to drink some water because uh, still thirsty from insanity. So, anyway, so whatever it is that you want to get greater at, so say you're wanting to increase your piano skills or you're trying to become a better lyricist, or you're trying to get better at writing melodies, or just songwriting in general, habits are where it should start. Because habits go hand in hand with baby steps. And the beauty of a baby step, which if it's not obvious, a baby step is just a really small step. It's the idea that, you know, for example, say you want to be better at writing. You could take make it your saturday morning habit to sit down and write for 4 hours and that's the one time a week you write 
But the problem with that is it doesn't really get into too much of a groove because it's it's once a week, and then all it need all it all that it takes for you to just not songwrite at all is for things to come up on a Saturday morning, which Saturday mornings, if anything, are are the most likely time for something to come up, right? For somebody to invite you over for lunch, for somebody to be like, hey, let's go get coffee, for for some, for an in-law to be like, hey, can you help me with this thing at, you know, help me rake the lawn or whatever it is your in-laws might ask you to do. Um, or my father-in-law just asked me to do a golf tournament on August 17th, and that is a Saturday, I assume. Um that kind of thing, right? So that's 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 the problem with that. Whereas if you just have the the habit to fifteen or twenty or thirty minutes a day to write, that's going to form a habit, right? Because now you're going to feel empty if it, like something will feel off. If you truly get into the habit, if you take a month and you write every day, the first day of the next month, if you decide not to write, something's going to feel off. Or even if you did need that break, even if you need that one day break, by the next day, you're going to be itching to go back to it. And it's just always going to be better to take those, those baby steps, because then if you miss one of the baby steps, it's not a huge deal, because there's so many baby steps you're taking that if you miss one, it's not a big deal. If you take one big step once a week, all it takes is missing that one step, and, and you've missed a week's worth of productivity. You've missed a week's worth of getting better. That with the baby step model, you know, some, some days you're going to, you know, be more likely to have a new revelation or to have, you know, maybe even though you put half an hour's worth of work in, you might, you might get an hour's worth of work in that half an hour. Like you're just limiting your opportunities when you only take big steps once in a while or attempt to take big steps once in a while. So this baby step habit forming is is really foundational to becoming great at at anything. Because we live in a culture, unfortunately, where we value talent so highly and then we attribute falsely a lot of things to 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 talent so it, it never ceases to amaze me two sides of the coin one is people saying well i'm not talented and first of all i would say that i don't think i've ever met anyone who isn't talented at something and even if they don't seem to be talented at anything it's probably just because they haven't found it or they just haven't done it enough to show how talented they actually are. So that's one side of the coin. And then there's the other side of the coin where people will attribute too much to talent. You know, they, they look at a, 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 a great player at a sport and be like, oh, they're so talented. And you know what? That That's probably true, right? Like if you're going to be you know, the best basketball player in the world. So right now, LeBron James, right? To be him, you have to be talented because I know I always do football analogies. So I'll throw a bone to any basketball people out there. So, um, or Kevin Durant or who, whoever you want, if you hate LeBron, if you're one of those, my wife can't stand LeBron. Um, and she grew up in Ohio, go figure. But anyway, um, so 
you know, talent certainly is a part of the equation that allows him to be the best on the planet right now. But at the same time, if he didn't work at it, if he didn't become better at three-point shooting and become a much better passer and, and, and learn to become an even better defender, then he would just be one of the huge line of players that had incredible talent and either didn't perform up to their talent or just totally fell apart. Like the NFL is because I, I have to do an NFL analogy is, is one of the biggest examples of like incredibly talented players who just don't have the mental makeup. They just don't form the habits. You know, they party, they pull a Johnny Manziel and just think, Oh, well I was good in college and I didn't really work that hard. So I can just get away with that at the next level. No, you can't. He didn't form the habits. The only habit he formed is smoking pot or whatever he did. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why he's out of the league. And he'll never be back in the league because he messed up. And you know what? Ever since him, there's been a ton of more talented guys to come out who actually do have the mental makeup, who actually are forming the habits, who are working hard. So nobody's going to give him a second chance because there's a new shiny toy that might even be more talented than him. Um, actually, probably is because he he's, was not really that great. But um, and, and that's just the reality that I know our culture likes to attribute so much to talent and and everybody wants to almost always have this excuse that like well you know nature gave them that like the reason that person's successful and not me is because they just have this god-given talent that I don't have but that's just an excuse the reality probably you know they might be more talented than you right like let's take me for example um I don't know too many male singers that I think, oh, wow, they're... Well, okay. I'll just reach a little farther back. Um, so, you know, I, I could look at a, a Steve Perry or Freddie Mercury and be like, oh, well, they're just more talented than me. And you know what? That's almost definitely true. They're two of the greatest vocalists ever to grace the face of the earth. Uh, best male vocalists, anyway. Um... And there's some truth to that, right? Those two are incredibly talented singers, but they also worked at it. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not like Freddie Mercury just showed up in the studio, didn't do any vocal warmups, never, never, you know, worked at singing in his basement or whatever. And, 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 you know, there might be some people that, that again, get away with being a little more lazy, but for the most part, um, Without the work, you're just not going to get there. And it's so easy to look at the next guy or look at the next girl and be like, well, they're just more talented. But most of the time, that's an excuse. A lot of the time, they're not. They're really not. A lot of it is the work they put in. You know, the work they put in to promote themselves so that, you know, they reach heights that some of us haven't. And, you know, you can take that in any direction. You can take that in the popularity direction. You can take that in the talent direction, or sorry, not talent, in the skill direction, right? Like a really skilled guitarist, or you can take it for a successful artist, right? Like 
Like Taylor Swift. She is marginally talented at best, I would say. I mean, she's an adequate singer. Being generous, I mean, I mean, she's so pitchy. She's so pitchy live. I mean, if it, if you ever listen, especially I don't I don't know as much now. I hear she still has pitch problems, severe in concert. But uh, me and a friend in college actually to like laugh a little bit in between. And this may sound mean, and uh, I guess it is. But um, to we were kind of stressed over finals and stuff, so we just watched like an hour of a Taylor Swift concert to laugh at how just terrible this, I mean, it was just awful, but she's brilliant at, at marketing and she would, you know, shook every, or I would say shook every fan's hand, but no, she, she hugs them. She, you know, she really attempts to make it a connection with them and she's, she's brilliant when it comes to, uh, so, so the business side of things. And that makes up for the fact that she's just meh at pretty much everything else. And and I don't say that to be mean, just like there's nothing special about her. You know what I mean? Like, like Celine Dion, like or hate her music. She's an incredible vocal talent. She's an incredible vocal talent. And then on the other side, you have like a Bob Dylan. He like nobody's handing him an award for his singing. Unless it's like worst singer that still became insanely popular. But he's a great songwriter. Like he's really great at that. Or you take, say, a James Taylor. Um, I, I like his voice. It's smooth as butter. But it's not like an incredible voice. And frankly, none of his music requires an incredible voice. But he's a really good songwriter. Um... And then Taylor Swift is just kind of, eh, at everything. She's not a great vocalist. Like, she wouldn't even come in fifth place in the worst season of American Idol. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's no, nowhere on that spectrum. And I'm not faulting that, because, you know, I, I don't think it's, frankly, that important. But she's also not a great songwriter. I mean, people try to say that, but when when people say that, it's like they're measuring her against the next pop artist with a really terrible song that has a bunch of cliche lyrics that was basically generated by a machine. You know what I mean? Like, so that's not, that's, that's like, you know, winning the, the, it's just, it's a silly competition where it's like, really, if you're measuring your songwriters based off of pop radio, then like, I, I don't even know what to say to that person. But anyway, the point here is not that Taylor Swift sucks, as much as I don't like Taylor Swift. The point here is she's a great example of, like, I, I know so many females that have much better voices than her. And I know tons of people, well, not tons of people, but almost every songwriter I've met is a better songwriter than her, in my opinion. But she's brilliant at marketing. She worked at it. She worked at it and worked at it ever since she was, what, 14? So she absolutely worked and earned what she has. As much as I don't like her music, as much as I think she's incredibly overrated, she worked for it. She earned it. She created the habits of really connecting with fans that gave her that rabid fan base that spread so much. And she worked for it, and she got it. So... Don't tell me that you're not talented enough. 
Because that's almost definitely not the problem. Unless you really have no talent when it comes to music. That's, it's just an excuse. Because you can work at it. Talent is just sort of the, the like baseline. Talent is like that innate ability that you kind of have. And then from there, it's just how much you work. That's all it is. So you have to work. And don't rely on talent either. On the other side, if you are talented, don't be that person who is lazy about it. And I found myself in this trap, which is why recently I got back in the habit of I practice guitar every day. And whenever I'm, you know, watching Seinfeld or whatever on Hulu, I get the guitar and do my scales. Whenever I'm watching, because training camp just started for the NFL, hallelujah, and actually started a week ago for my team, the Denver Broncos. So I'm watching all the press conferences on YouTube and I'm watching all the, all the, you know, all, all, all the highlight videos of training camp. And I'm, I have a podcast that I'm subscribed to and, and paid to subscribe to their extra content. And so, so whenever I'm doing that stuff, I get my guitar out. I do my scales. I play around a little bit. I found some stuff on YouTube that I can jam with. So they're like sort of jam tracks that you can solo over. Because you know what? I'm sick of being a, a, a guy who, you know, I thought to myself, well, okay, I know I'm like the lead singer, right? Like in, in, in any band context, I'm probably going to be that lead singer songwriter because my main thing is songwriting. And piano is my main instrument. Um, so I can be that guy that plays the piano, sings and songwrites, or plays the guitar as a rhythm guitarist and songwrites. And you know what? I'm, pro I'm probably going to have a lead guitarist, right? So I don't need to be a great lead guitarist. I just need to be a solid rhythm guitarist. But why stop there, right? And for the longest time, I sort of I got lazy about my guitar skill specifically. Um, and, and, and I'm not even the type of person to be a, a lazy person. It's not, it's, it's not really my nature to, um, to not work at something, but I've, I realized that in myself, I, I had that too. And I don't want to be that guy. So that's why I've been working at it an hour a day because you know what I want to also hold my own as a lead guitarist I don't want to need the lead guitarist to carry um, the, the lead guitars I want to be able to do it myself why not right if I can become better at something why would I should and would I not and you should have the same attitude too you know you're not gonna you're not gonna get become a better songwriter just by watching another episode of The Office on Netflix, as enjoyable as that may be. That's not going to make you a better songwriter. It's not going to make you a better songwriter to sort of just sit on the couch and think about songwriting. It's not going to make you a better songwriter to just sit in a coffee shop with a pen and paper and doodle. That's not going to make you a better songwriter. What's going to make you a better songwriter is songwriting every day or every other day. Or whatever habit it is you want to form. Maybe it's just 15 minutes a day. Maybe your biggest concentration, like me right now, is getting better at an instrument. Practice that every day. That's the most essential tool to becoming better. You can listen to all my other podcasts. And there's lots of good stuff. 
uh, from iterative songwriting, which if there's one that I think you should go back and listen to that will revolutionize the way you write, especially lyrics, uh, that, that is, um, that's up there. I think that's a great one to go back to. Uh, I think it's number 30. Um, and, and we've gone through music theory stuff. I talked about, you know, different types of triads. I talked about keys. I talked about dyads and the power that you can have using a dyad instead of a triad. And we've talked about so many different things from lyric writing to the music theory side to just regular songwriting tips to soft skills sort like we're talking about today. But none of it's going to matter if you don't form habits. If you're just the guy that sort of dips the toe in and then forgets about it for three weeks. And you're like, yeah, well, I, I kind of want to songwrite, but you know what I want to do more is play Fortnite. Like, it's not going to happen then. It's, it's just, and, and when I say it's not going to happen, when I say it's not going to happen, I'm just saying you're just not going to get, you're just not going to grow to, to be great. And I'm not saying that as a discouragement so much as an encouragement, like get out there and do something. You're in control of this. You know, so stop moping about how you think in your mind that the, the person next to you is more talented. Who cares? If you work harder than them, it won't matter. Just work harder and none of it matters. The talent part will fade away. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Stop making a big deal out of that. And on the other side, if you are talented, don't think that's enough because it's not enough. And when I say enough and everything I'm talking about today, again... I've said this before, but my goal with this podcast and with songwriter theory in general is not, I want to get you to pop radio. That's not my goal. It, it's not a bad thing, but it's not my primary goal. My primary goal is for you to have the tools, the equipment, the habits, the ability to be a great songwriter. And... That doesn't necessarily mean anything about popular. My, my goal is not to make you popular. It's not to make you grow your fan base. There's plenty of other resources out there for that. Rick Barker for growing your fan base is a great go-to. If you want to learn how to record your music at home, Graham Cochran with The Recording Revolution. Couldn't recommend more. I've spent like $1,000 on all his different courses. Um, and worth every penny. Fantastic. My goal is to teach you to be a great songwriter who who has all the tools to write songs. Like, that sounds obvious, and it is. Um, but a great song and great songwriting and popular songwriting are not necessarily the same. They have some overlap. They can be the same, but they're not necessarily the same. And my point in saying that is... That this habit forming and everything, I'm not saying that to guarantee that you're going to have pop radio success or anything like that. I'm saying that from the standpoint of do you want to be better at your craft? Ignoring success from a monetary standpoint or your face on a magazine, do you want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, I'm proud of the songwriter I've become. I'm proud of the growth that I've had. That's what this is about. And this may sound obvious, 
but this is sort of the main thought here. You don't become great at something from not doing it. And that may sound obvious, because it is. You may have even laughed and been like, seriously, dude? And yet, I know so many people who talk about their dreams of doing this and becoming that, but they don't do it. You know, I I have some friends that talk about how they want to escape their day job. Or some of them hate their day job. Um, and, and, And they want to, you know, be able to have a business someday. And they want to be able to do this and that. But they don't do anything. They go home and they play video games. Like... Okay, but you're, you're never going to get there by not doing something, right? Like, I have, I have certain goals. There are things I want to do. I want to I grow this podcast. I want to reach more people. I want to become better at doing this. I want to grow some of my online businesses. I want to have rental properties that, 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 that generate money so I, ha- so I can sort of buy more time so that I can dedicate more time to doing stuff like this. Uh, because because I'm passionate about teaching people stuff that I'm super passionate about, which is, uh, you know, songwriting's at the top of that list. And, you know, I, I don't talk about it, right? Like, I bought two rental properties this year. I've had them for like three months now. And that's how I'm going to become better at real estate, is I, I do it. I'm, I did it, and I'm doing it, and I'm continuing to do it, and I'm going to keep doing it. And that's how I'm becoming better at guitar right now, is I'm doing it. I'm practicing it. I'm being intentional about practicing it. I'm going to keep doing it. And I have the habit of doing it. I have, I have you know, apps to help me keep track to make sure that I'm doing the things I need to be doing every day. So you're never going to become great at something if you're not doing it. So I know today was sort of a rant. Um... But I like to do those once in a while. Um, if you're new to the podcast and you think, what on earth just happened? I thought this was about songwriting. Um, once in a while, I like to sort of um, just sort of rant about something um, that I think is helpful, that I think people need to hear. Um, I'm always going to shoot straight with you. I'm always going to tell you the truth at, or my pers- my perception of the truth, at least. Um, and... You know, I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy who's just encouraging you all the time in a like, yeah, you can do it way. Like sometimes you need a hard truth. And, you know, there's so many people in my life that need that hard truth that like if you don't work at it, if you don't if you don't form the habit through discipline for whatever it is you want to accomplish, it's not going to happen. So sometimes I like to take a step back and I like to just just. I hate the word empower, but I, but I want to, I want to instill, I want to instill some principles into you guys that I think will make you successful because I, I care that I become better and I care that you all become better. Um, and you know what, if, if you guys become better from something I say or rants that I give, that's the goal here. Um, so most podcasts aren't like this. If again, if you're new, uh, usually 
you know, I, I do soft skills once in a while, but there's a lot of stuff on specific things with music theory and stuff that's a little less ranty and more structured, and I talk s- through specific things, so be sure to go check out those other podcasts. And if you've been around for a while, which I know some of you definitely have, and I see that the listeners have been going up, and I know I've asked a couple times um, for you guys to tell a friend and and to sort of spread the word, and you know what? The podcast is growing. So, you know, I don't know if any of you have done that, but if you have, um, thank you because I really appreciate it. And when I see the podcast numbers go up a little bit, uh, it encourages me and it makes me like more excited to record these podcasts and more excited to keep going and more excited to deliver some great content. Um, I'm going to have a, a new free guide out in probably a couple weeks. Right now it's like 30 pages long, um, and it's all the music theory. It, in one spot, it's all the music theory I think you really need um, to be a great songwriter. So I'm really excited about that. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, just, just really excited about that. Um, and hopefully you guys are too. And... <clears throat> So anyway, if you haven't, please, please, please leave a review for this podcast because good reviews, hopefully five stars, or if not four stars, if 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 you need uh, if you need to, uh, I don't know, correct me about something I'm I'm doing that you think isn't so great, um, will really help. So that more people hear about it and more people listen in, which will get us closer to the point that I'll maybe be able to do more than one podcast a week or I'll be able to spend even more time doing it so I can make the content even better. And it would just really help me out. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy a, uh, a Broncos podcast that they and, and, and I did. I bought a subscription to them. So I'm paying like $35 a year, which isn't that much, um, but for their podcast, because you know what? They deliver cool content, and it, and it's interesting to me, and I love my Broncos, and I want more of it, and they deliver that. And because of that, I was happy to pay that price. Um, and I'm not asking you guys to do that. Not asking for your money. All I want. All I want is for you to go leave a nice review. Um, and if you, and if you don't have anything nice to say, or if you have some things that you would like me to talk about, or things you want me to work on because you don't think I'm very good at, or you hate when I go on rants like this and you want me to stick with the music theory or the lyric writing, or you want me to dive deeper into arranging, or whatever it is, uh, shoot me an email. It's Joseph which is spelled J-O-S-E-P-H, because over time I've realized that a shocking amount of people don't know how to spell Joseph, which I don't understand. But anyway, at songwritertheory.com. So it's joseph at songwritertheory.com. Shoot me an email. uh, Let me know how I'm doing. uh, Ask me any question that you would like, and I will either answer it through email uh, or... I might even do a whole podcast of it. I'd, I'd love to do a whole podcast for, for something specific that you ask. Um, because at the end of the day, I'm here for you guys. And again, all I'm asking for is a review 
hopefully five stars. And uh, even better if you can also tell a friend. And uh, be sure to pick up the free guide I currently have on my website at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Um, and be on the lookout for the awesome music theory one that's going to be coming out uh, probably in a few weeks. Um, I'm just so proud of that thing. And if anything, I'm worried, like, it's, it's just so good. Like, like I need to edit it still and stuff, but like, it honestly has all of the music theory with diagrams and everything, uh, that one could, could ever re- really need. And that I use every day with my songwriting. Uh, so I think that'll be really helpful for you guys. So, I know this podcast is now starting to go a little long by our standards, because usually we probably try to keep it around 20 minutes. Uh, Thanks for hanging in with me, and thank you guys for listening. Again, it's super encouraging to me. Like, it's probably why I'm still talking, is is I'm just really encouraged by the the growth in, in the listeners. And I want you to know that I really appreciate it. Um... Even those of you who have not even left me a review, and that's all I ask of you. Even you, even those of you who won't tell a friend. Even if you just silently listen and tell no one else and don't even admit that you listen to this podcast, I still appreciate you. Um, I really appreciate you all, and I hope you guys know that. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.